Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Man, welcome to our daily devotionals again, where we're just continuing to walk through the Bible because, man, we believe that it's so important to have the Word in your heart every single day. Man, to be just focused on the Word, thinking about the Word, and, uh, man, it's so important for your life and my life. And so we've been going through the Minor Prophets. We've done Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah. You can find all those on our Instagram page if you scroll back far enough, or it's probably easier if you go to The Point Podcast on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Uh, but today we are starting the book of Jonah, and, uh, and this is kind of going to be fun because it's one of those that honestly probably most of you know this story right it's i would say it's one of the more popular stories of the old testament for just maybe people who don't really know the bible all that well or wouldn't say they're christians like most people heard the story about the guy being swallowed by this great fish no the bible does not say whale it just says great fish right um but what we're going to see i hope that you'll read this with me i hope that uh you'll, you'll read the passage that we're in that you'll read along with us because what we're going to see um is jonah's kind of terrible right? It's interesting because all the other prophets is really like the prophet's words that they're speaking, like God is speaking to the prophets, where you get to the prophet Jonah and it's more about like the story of what happened with Jonah and Nineveh. And so, you you know, today we're going to be talking about chapter one a little bit. And you you know that Jonah is told to go to Nineveh, right? He's told to go preach. Literally, the word says, arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it for evil has come up before me. But instead of going to Nineveh, what does Jonah do? He literally runs in the other direction, right? And this is weird because I think um, for, so I'm going to take a shot at VeggieTales here, if that's okay. A shot at VeggieTales. I love VeggieTales. Thankful for VeggieTales. But if you know the VeggieTales movie of this, which maybe is most of our understanding of it, you kind of get this idea that Jonah runs because he's scared of the Ninevites, like he's scared they're gonna and Jonah in the movie they're gonna slap him with fishes, right? But you get the idea that that Jonah's scared, like he's nervous to go preach to them. But when you read the rest of the book, listen to what Jonah says in Jonah chapter four, just for a second, because God ends up saving Nineveh. We'll get to that. But he says, "Oh Lord, is this not what I said when I was yet in my country? That is why I made my my haste to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful." slow from anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. You see why Jonah ran. Jonah didn't run because he was scared of the people of Nineveh. That's not why he ran. He ran because he literally did not want God to show them mercy. That's crazy, right? I mean, Jonah's this prophet. Like We're supposed to want to see all people get saved. And really, this is a pretty racist, a pretty hating thing to say where he didn't want to go speak to these people. He didn't want to go speak to the city because he hated them so much that he knew if he went, God would save them. And he does not want God to save these people. And so literally in chapter one, he runs from God because he doesn't want to see God's compassion put out on these people. And so he runs, he gets on a boat, he sails off, and we know this great storm comes up, right? This this great storm comes up on the sea. Uh, and what's so funny is the people he's sailing with ask him what's happening. And I, I love what he says in verse nine. He said to them, I'm a Hebrew and I fear the Lord. Okay, but do you really, right? He says, I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. So don't you love how he says, the God I serve, made the sea 
And yet he's running from God on the sea as if God's not able to stop and correct that, right? And so this crazy thing happens. The the, the, the people on the boat ask him, they say, hey, what, what should we do? And Jonah basically says, just throw me off the boat and kill me. So they cast lots and all these things and it gets this crazy storm. And long story short, I hope you read chapter one, they throw him off the, they throw him off the boat into the water and the sea begins to calm down. But I love, I love, this is so cool. Look at what happens in verse 16. It says, then the men, so this is the, the people who threw Jonah in the sea, the, the people on the boat, right? The people who have no idea of God, really. They knew a little bit about who God was um, just from Jonah here, but we don't know if they were Christian. We don't know if they were Israelites. We don't think they were. We, we think they were just pagan salesmen, right? People just following other gods or maybe no gods at all. But look at what it says. It says, then the men feared the Lord exceedingly. And they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. Listen, in, in Jonah's disobedience, God calls people to himself. Is that not crazy? Like Jonah's literally running from, well, we would say running from the will of God. And yet God uses Jonah's disobedience in an incredible way to make him reach and see people whom he would have never have seen otherwise. But yet because of Jonah's disobedience, he comes in contact with these men on the ship. And by the end of the chapter, they're worshiping, they're making sacrifices to God because of the disobedience of this man named Jonah. <laughs> and I'm just letting you know, that just encourages me so much, right? We're going to talk about Jonah and how much just Jonah just honestly kind of sucks like through this book like Jonah's not a good example to follow for us like he's a good so, someone to look at and say okay I want to do the opposite but man how encouraging is it to know that that even in some of my bad moments and even in some of the moments that I'm running from God even some of the moments that, that that I'm fleeing from him and fleeing from what he has for my life that God is still able to use all things we sing that song canvas and clay you you work all things no failure or mistake is wasted in the sight of god that god's able to use jonah's disobedience here to bring other people to himself and man that's so encouraging for me and i hope that's encouraging for you because i mess up a lot and so it's good to know that and so we'll keep walking through jonah i hope you read it with us and as we kind of are amazed at jonah's stupidity that's going to be fun to watch and so i love you and we'll see you tomorrow thanks so much for listening The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.